The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. You're listening to the Art of Homeschooling podcast, where we help parents cultivate creativity and connection at home. I'm your host, Jean Miller, and here on this podcast, you'll find stories and inspiration to bring you the confidence you need to make homeschooling work for your family. Let's begin. Well, hey there, my friend, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 45. Five things to consider as you start homeschooling. This episode is for you if you're wondering whether to choose homeschooling or not. But it's also for you if you're already homeschooling and want to remind yourself of the importance of this choice for your family. So before we dive into today's episode, I just want to share with you This great comment that I got over on Instagram from sperez0426 about last week's episode, which was questions holistic homeschoolers ask. Esperez wrote, loving these podcasts, listened to this last night while organizing for grade three. I'm a veteran homeschooler, and these are still helpful and encouraging. Thank you. Oh, how this warms my heart. I just love connecting with homeschoolers from all over who are at different points in the homeschooling journey. And thank you for listening today, because you're the reason that I'm here. And I truly appreciate each and every listener to this podcast. So thank you. (laughs) All right, now on to five things to consider when you start homeschooling. Here we go. Let me just start by saying that homeschooling helps our kids become lifelong learners. That's a beautiful thing. And when Rudolf Steiner developed the first Waldorf school, his goal was to approach education in such a way that kids would grow up to be able to, in his words, impart purpose and direction to their lives. That was his goal. And the way I like to say this is that 
Our goal is like to help our children discover their gifts and then have the courage and confidence to go out into the world and share those gifts with others. All right, so here's the full quote from Rudolf Steiner. You might have heard this before. Uh, He said, quote, our highest endeavor must be to develop free human beings who are able of themselves to impart purpose and direction to their lives. The need for imagination, a sense of truth, and a feeling of responsibility. These three forces are the very nerve of education, end quote. Oh, imagination, truth, and a feeling of responsibility. That's what we're aiming for. And as a teacher, I've taught in public school classrooms, private schools, and have also homeschooled. And I truly believe that a homeschool setting is the best place to help our children achieve this goal, to raise free human beings who can guide themselves, right? Find their passions and guide themselves in their lives. How does that happen? (laughs) Well, with homeschooling, here are some things that we can provide our children with. A holistic hands-on approach to learning. Uh, a customized curriculum that is, is really geared to their developmental stage and skill level. A flexible schedule that is suited to our family. Opportunities for strengthening family bonds, so important. And real life experiences like field trips, outings, community engagement that help to bring the learning to life. I could go on, Uh, but whether you're new to homeschooling and asking yourself, should we homeschool next year? or are stepping into a new season or a new year, a new homeschooling year, uh, as an experienced, a more experienced homeschooler, these five considerations are really going to help ground you in your decision and your commitment to homeschool. So I'll give you the five up front, and then I'm going to elaborate a little bit on each one. Okay, number one, know your why. Number two, think of this as your job and show up fully present. Number three, recognize that homeschooling has its ups and downs, but it's also very rewarding. Number four, accept that feelings of overwhelm and inadequacy may show up some days. There's a range of feelings, right? And number five, embrace the fact that learning is messy. (laughs) All right, here we go. A little bit more about each one. The first one, know your why. We want to remember our reasons, right, for choosing to homeschool so that we can keep our conviction front and center. Years ago, I wrote a family mission statement that talked about how freedom and flexibility were important to me and to our family, and that I was committed to letting my children's learning unfold uh, on their own timeline. I highly recommend uh, 
that you take some time to write down your why. If you want some help with this or to hear a little more about my own story, you can go have a listen to episode number four, which is entitled, Why Are We Homeschooling? How to Write Your Family Vision. You can find it at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode four. Okay, number two. Remember, this is your job. (laughs) This is your chosen vocation. So I want to not only take you to not only take homeschooling seriously, like it, it is your job because it is, but I also want you to feel proud of yourself, right? And to know that your work in this world matters. You're helping to make the world a better place. I know for me, early on in my homeschooling journey, I would sometimes think of myself, I'd have this thought, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And then I would feel like I should be out doing something bigger, something more worthwhile or significant in the world. I have a master's degree after all, and homeschooling can feel... Well, it can feel a little like you're playing small some days, right? If you're with kids 24-7, it just can feel like, is this what I'm really meant to do? But I so appreciate how nowadays homeschooling is seen as a more legitimate option than it was back then, and it's recognized as a valid learning experience for kids. I think because we we see that uh alternatives are really important and that there are so many different ways that children go about learning. And we can see ourselves then as facilitators of learning and keepers of the hearth, right? The hearth and home. Being a homeschooling parent is a beautiful and honorable profession. We'll leave it there. (laughs) All right. Number three, Homeschooling has its ups and downs, <laughs> but it's a it's also so very rewarding. So homeschooling is really great for family connections and for instilling curiosity about the world, developing lifelong learners, as I mentioned. It's a bigger vision, right? Than just checklists and benchmarks and the right choosing the right curriculum. Uh, One year, I remember having a conversation recently with a a friend of mine, uh, a business colleague, actually, and she said that one year she, she really, she decided she wanted to homeschool. She had always wanted to homeschool, but she never did. And here's why she never did. One spring after deciding, okay, this is going to be our year, she did hours and hours of research. And then she she thought, okay, well, we'll practice homeschooling in the summer. But it didn't work because her son didn't like the workbooks that she had purchased. And then she felt overwhelmed. She'd done all this research and she just gave up. She now realizes that the missing piece was really understanding how her son learns. She just thought she needed to do school at home, like find the right workbooks. Um, So what I want you to remember from this story is that homeschooling does not have to look like a classroom, right? It's actually more like a home. (laughs) 
And some days will look neater and more put together than other days. (laughs) But in the long run, homeschooling is such a rich opportunity for customizing the learning to meet your child wherever they are and with whatever learning style works best for them. You get to individualize the learning. Number four, accept all the feelings. This is a big one (laughs) because we so often think that if we do it right, if we have the right plan, the right rhythm, the right schedule, the right, you know, this, whatever it is, if we, if we do it right, we think it's going to go perfectly all the time and nobody will have any negative feelings. And that's simply not true. (laughs) Uh, I often say, that as homeschooling moms in particular, we're creating and holding the space. And that includes the emotional space for our entire family. And that can mean lots of emotions. So I've done a lot of work over the years on accepting all the the range of emotions, right? Negative, positive, everything in between. We want to accept that feelings of overwhelm and inadequacy may show up some days. Uh, Other days, you'll feel great, but maybe one of your kids is in a funk, right? Knowing this going in really helps because then we can practice accepting, embracing all the emotions and allowing them to flow through without trying to change them without trying to manipulate the situation so that others don't feel a certain way. We're just going to accept all the emotions. (laughs) All right. Number five, the last one is know that homeschooling is messy. (laughs) So this is related to how homeschooling has its ups and downs. I know, Uh, but I want to underscore here how homeschooling is not so much about the curriculum and what you teach but more about engaging with your children in learning activities. This requires being willing to be uncomfortable. It's a shift from what we see in a brick and mortar school, perhaps from what we experienced ourselves as students when we were kids. It's a shift in in how we think about teaching and learning for sure. So this, uh, like I said, it requires us to be to feel or be willing at least to, to be uncomfortable because just to remind you once again, it's messy. Learning is messy, whether you're in a classroom or at home. Uh, a lot of conversations I have with parents revolve around, especially parents who have kids in school or have had kids in school, and they they talk about how much time is taken away from family life when our children are enrolled in school and what a relief it is once we start homeschooling not to uh to not have to be out the door at a particular time <laughs> that's a big one with homeschooling we can slow down we can spend time with our kids we can simplify all of the lessons, and we can customize. As homeschoolers, we get to do something totally unique, totally customized, adventurous, and connecting by choosing to homeschool. 
There are, of course, pros and cons of any learning environment, including homeschooling, including the public school, including private schools in your area. There are always pros and cons. And so that's where we just need to get in touch intuitively with, is this something that we want to fully embrace, right? Is this homeschooling path something we want to embrace? And then that's where the art of homeschooling comes in. Keep in mind this beautiful quote from Martin Luther King Jr. who said, take the first step in faith. You don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. I think parents who try to see the whole staircase, like we want to know the outcome, that's when we get overwhelmed. And then sometimes just like the mom whose story I told you about, sometimes then we never even take that first step. So I encourage you to keep in mind that homeschooling is a journey. And just keep asking yourself this question, how can you keep homeschooling doable and sustainable? So here's just a quick recap of of the five things to consider as you start homeschooling, no matter where you are on your journey. Know your why. Think of this as your job and show up fully present. Recognize that homeschooling has its ups and downs, but is also very, very rewarding. Accept that feelings of overwhelm and inadequacy may show up some days, accept that full range of emotions, and embrace the fact that learning is messy and not necessarily linear. All right, that's it for this episode this week. I'm wishing you all the best as you begin a new homeschooling year or block or even a new week. Wherever you are on your journey, I see you and I'm sending you love and encouragement. You can check out the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 45. That's all for today, my friend. But here's what I want you to remember. Rather than perfection, let's focus on connection. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Art of Homeschooling podcast. 